Optimal Health is on the air, the podcast with the CEO of Hudson Physicians, Matt Brandt. And we are going to be talking about the COVID update and what's happening with that. We'll get into the vaccines, the distribution of that, and also some trends that we're seeing as far as what's in the news and how things are working. Really, we're going to get into the ground floor you know, in the trenches, if you will, with uh, with Matt and his great team at uh, Hudson Physicians is doing. So, Matt, I know you're busy and you've got plenty of things on your plate, uh, but you're not freezing. That's the good news. We've warmed up here. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, I agree with you. It's nice to be out of the below zero. <laughs> I mean, almost when it was eight degrees and there was no wind, you said, this isn't so bad. And when it's negative eight, you're going, that's not bad. We've got problems, right? So, uh, by the exactly. way, this is uh, the Optimal Health podcast from Hudson Physicians. They're always getting you back to optimal health when you're feeling sick, stressed, overwhelmed, or run down. And, uh, you know, one of the key topics, and you and I have done several of these on the COVIDs and the updates and things like that. And obviously the big game changer that uh, we've run into has been the uh, vaccine and, and all of that's going on. So let's just get straight to it. Can you tell us exactly what's happening in forms of uh, distribution, how you're contacting people, who you're contacting, and kind of roll out how the vaccine's being rolled out? Sure. So basically, we have been uh, contacting people. We have uh, all our patients in our, in our list of the database that we have. So if you've been seen here in the past three years, we have you on this list. And we're actually just doing it by age. So as we get vaccine in every week, uh, we will just call uh, our patient base. So let's just say, you know, we started with 90 plus and we started with 85 plus year olds. And right now we're working our way down to 75 plus. So we're, right now we're right around 80. Um, and we're basically every week we're getting about three to 400 doses of vaccine. There was a couple of weeks we didn't get any, which was disappointing to hear. But we're getting about three to 400 doses of vaccine from the state of Wisconsin every week, which... You know, isn't a, we, we could easily do thousands uh, uh, every day if we could if we had the supply, but that's just what we're getting. So that's how how we're working through our list. So you 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 basically uh, how do you get on the the so what happens when you don't get the vaccines from the state? Is it just because there weren't enough at that time and they weren't getting those things generated? And then is there a period of time where you're going to say, "Hey, look, we are getting thousands of these," or do you think it's going to stay in the hundreds like this for quite some time? Well, that's a, uh, I do think uh, we started off actually right away getting more than we're getting today, which is kind of interesting. But what happened is, is more and more clinics got ramped up, and so then they spread the vaccine out among more people. So the first time around, we got five, 600 doses. Now we're getting like 300. Um, but talking to the state, it looks like it's going to stay level for the next three to four weeks, around the three to 400. And now they're saying that after that, when they start to see an increase, you know, so we might get start creeping back up to 500 a week. And then the idea, it said a little, it seems far away, but they're saying May is when we'll be able to get to the point where maybe we're doing really large mass vaccination clinics where we're talking thousands of people uh, every week uh, and or having big giant, um, you know, where they have a, a special event set up where we actually try to do like 10,000 a weekend or something. So now there's obviously, we've heard there's, at, at most recent, there's two versions of the vaccine, right? There's two different companies. Are they different? What are the differences? And, is, you know, you hear people talk about it. You know, this one's better. That one's. I, I don't know any of that, but I know those questions are out there. Do you hear that ever? And if so, are there, are there differences or are there not differences? Oh, great question. There is uh, there are some differences, but uh, I'm working with and talking with all the doctors. Um, realistically, at this point, I think uh, either one is good. It's whatever you can get, get access to 
Uh, we actually get both. Um, it's kind of like a little bit of Christmas present. Uh, we find out, uh, we put our order in for the state. We ask for as many as we can. And then on, all of a sudden on Tuesday, we'll get a notice saying that on Friday, this, the vaccine's coming. They'll tell us what kind and how much. So we don't get a lot of notice of what's actually coming. So what we've gotten, the Moderna vaccine and also the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, they're both two-dose vaccines, so it requires you to come back for uh, a second shot. Mm-hmm. And the difference is one's that I got a three-week period in between, the other one's got a four-week. But realistically, once both of them have been administrated and received both shots, um, you basically have some of the same coverage. And I think they're right around 95% is what they're saying uh, for, for effectiveness. Where have you been at as a clinic in terms of reactions? We've heard there's been some, but... I haven't heard earth-shattering news regarding that, but have you experienced anything like that at your clinic? Yeah, we've had uh, a few minor reactions, which we get when we do shots. I mean, uh, some people are just scared of the needle, too, so it's not just a reaction from me. You know, that happens just with sure. other kinds of vaccines. Um, but uh, in general, I would say the 40% of people or so are having um, kind of fatigue, soreness on the arm, what we call kind of mild uh, reactions to it. And then there's a subset that are feeling much more like uh, like they had a, like they have a really bad hangover the next day kind of effect that's lasting a little longer. Uh, probably like 20, 25 percent of our patients experiencing that, experiencing that, and the rest of them just kind of you know just feeling a little harm soreness, and that's about it. So, so we're not talking about major reactions here where people are hospitalized or there's some issues or anything like that. It's something you would you know the heaviness of the arm, things that we've all experienced along the way when we've had former or you know other shots versions of shots or whatever it is so so to, to, to calm the public's nerves about that you're not experiencing that kind of thing are you no well, we've done a thousand seven hundred and i can't know the exact today today uh shots and um we haven't had anybody have any uh, more than just uh, minor stuff i described what are you and the doctors feeling in terms of, you know, I mean, let's, I, I mean, would this be kind of classified as a flu shot to a degree because it's kind of in that family or, I mean, how, how are you guys approaching this perspective of, okay, we've heard about the Great Britain mutiny where it, you know, there's another version that's floating around. Will this fight that off too, or will that be ground zero and starting all over again? Well, what they're saying is that with all the different variants, that there still is effectiveness uh, in the vaccine. It's just maybe not as effective. And so, yeah, like the flu shot, there's probably a realistic scenario where at some point we got to, you know, we have to get a booster shot with the different variant strains in it and something like something like that. Um, but right now, uh, there still is a pretty good effectiveness, at least as far as we know, um, for what's been, what they've been able to study on that uh, for the vaccine and the variants. So it does still provide some protection. It's just not maybe as much. Has your clinic, uh, all of your personnel received the shot yet? Uh, Yes. That's one thing I'm very proud of. Uh, 100% of the doctors and nurse practitioners and PAs here at the clinic have had it. And then we're over 80% of our staff have had it. We have some staff who aren't direct patient care, um, so they haven't had it yet because obviously we like to give it to patients first. Um, But we're at about... You know, 80% uh, of staff and 100% of anybody that's taken up from a doctor or a nurse practitioner or, or physician assistant. So we've heard a lot out there about people who um, have may have had it, you know, end of last year, let's say August of 2020. Uh, three months later, we're saying they could possibly get it again. You know, there's those types of things. 
Um, if that is truly the case, first of all, could you confirm if that's true or not true or if it's unknown? And then secondly, that's where it makes all the more sense to, to receive the shot because in doing so, then you don't have to worry about getting it again if that's the case. Yeah, that's uh, so what we have heard of, and there's there been some evidence out there of people getting, um, you know, maybe six months after they had it, getting sick again, uh, that sort of thing. We actually have not seen that here yet. So we, you know, we tested over 10,000 plus uh, patients for COVID that had positive COVID, and um, you know, we haven't seen a duplicate, a duplicate yet for someone got it again, you know, six months after we diagnosed it the first time. Now it's only been a year uh, since we started testing. So um, it hasn't been that much time to have it come back to, to the same person. Uh, and then I would tell you there, we did have some of our staff members who, um, you know, did have COVID and were had to be out of work and everything, but then they uh, still end up electing to get the, the shot as well. And they do, it does, I mean, it just boosts your immunity. Even if you already have some natural immunity, now you have even more. So, um, so there's some, they're still recommending you get the, get the shot, even if you've already had COVID, uh, just because they, they don't, we don't know exactly how long either the shot will last or and or the immunity related to being uh, exposed or sick yourself. What are your numbers looking like in terms of infections uh, over the past, let's say, well, since Christmas, let's say since the New Year, since January 1st, how have the numbers trended at your clinic? Well, they have really come down uh, in a good way, meaning a lot less positive cases. Um, I would say between you no, know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that was the busiest we've ever been. Um, you know, testing up to 250 people a day for COVID-related symptoms and COVID and having about 30% of that uh, being positive. So we were getting 60 or 70 positives a, a day. Uh, now we're down to testing maybe 60 or 70 people per day uh, with those symptoms, only maybe four to five of them uh, being positive. So really seeing the drop um, in the positivity rate and just in the sheer amount of people actually having COVID-like symptoms. Um, what, what's interesting is uh, I drive by uh, every day uh, when I leave my home, there's a, a drive-through testing facility. And there were lines, you know, out the door, if you will, down the block and down another block for a while there. And now there's, like, nobody there. I mean, I, they, there's nobody even bothering and, and, and has this been a result of i mean i don't think it doesn't seem as though anybody we haven't we're really not doing anything different really as a as a as a public i think we're we're doing what we've been told so what would you equate that to the drop in the testing and the infections well i think uh i mean here it's interesting you say that because a good example is you know obviously being hudson wisconsin and right across the border for, you know from Minnesota, and with Minnesota having a much severe uh, restrictions than Hudson, Wisconsin, um, but yet our our two rates of the area um, are basically kind of mirroring each other, even with the you know one group doing a little bit different, more aggressive approach than the other group. So I don't know if we actually know the answer to that question. Um, I do think in general people's behavior. I mean, it was uh, you know around the holidays, getting together. A lot more uh, celebrations. I do think it was naturally just ramping up, um, and that was what was going on. And people, um, you know, I don't know if our behavior changes. Cycles of where you know in January people maybe aren't out out and about as much, uh, help slow down. And I think just just natural cycles. So we see that with flu, where it peaks and then it ebbs, and it peaks and ebbs, and, and we're not sure exactly why. So. 
do you think the vaccinations are really going to curb that too as well? And then the second question to that is, uh, where do therapeutics sit in this? Is that an option as well for people that are sick? So um, I do think the vaccine will help it. I think the, the physicians would say that as well. Individually, if you're asking, I do think the vaccine will help. Um, I mean, it's obviously, it's tough to get to the kind of numbers that they're talking about. We need to get to to have kind of a herd immunity, but um, with other diseases over the years, we have seen uh, vaccines be very effective. So I do think uh, vaccines will help. Um, when it comes to the different therapeutics, I mean, that is one of the things that, um, if you were to go back like three or four months until now, the stuff that the, they know and how to treat and manage people uh, will have you know, positive symptoms or COVID symptoms and are positive is it, amazing. They have you know the, the different uh, treatments that we are able to offer. So you come into the clinic, you might say, well, this person is not doing very well with um, the COVID symptoms. It looks like it could be severe, and we could actually send them home to get some uh, antibody infusion. Um, and so that uh, helps treat and keep them out of the hospital, and it helps them kind of go stop progressing and getting really sick mm-hmm. and needing to go to that next level. And I think a lot of those treatments have come out, and we've gotten a lot better about that. Uh, the other thing that the just you know medical industry has learned in general is the, the initial thing was everybody goes on a ventilator. Now we try not to get people on ventilators. So, um, so I think that's helped a lot as well. Yeah, that used to that just was all just the knowledge. Sort of, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, just ahead. all the knowledge of how to treat people. So well, one of the things that was really interesting you know, every, every time we've we've done this. Uh, yourself and the doctors have said, well, we're, we're, we're learning so much more about it. We know so, so much more. And, and honestly, Matt, we're about a year into it now. It's, you know, we've been talking about it for a year. And so you've had almost a full 12 calendar year month uh, worth of, of work to look at things and to be able to say, okay, this works, this product doesn't, this is going on and this isn't happening. And, you know, really it's been about keeping people out of hospitals. And it seems like that that part has has been a big reason why we're seeing school buses in in uh, the Twin Cities side of things. I know you've probably been seeing them in Hudson, but um, it, it's just opened things up. So you know, in the end, you know, you ask the question: Why are things different? We 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 don't know other than really numbers are down. Is that a fair assessment to say? Yeah, that's fair. I think we've we've learned how to manage it better and learn more about it, but we still don't know exactly. You know, if we knew exactly how to slow it down, we would be doing that every single second we could. You know. Why not? Absolutely. Did I miss anything, or did we did we go thorough on this? I think we got it, but you tell me. No, I think we did it. That's good. Good update. It's kind of you said it was been a year. I was just looking at a note, uh, March thirteenth of twenty twenty. So last year, March thirteenth, the first COVID test we ran. So it is getting about a year. It's only a few weeks away. So, so March thirteenth was the day when uh, uh, Governor Walls in Minnesota shut everything down, and that was the first day that I felt better and because I'm sure I had it and and when you had mentioned that people hadn't gotten it twice I've been around I mean very close proximity with with my grown adult kids who have had it and I tested negative both times so when you said that that kind of took a person in my position where I don't know because I can't the, the antibodies are too old to find out correct so I'm not getting it even though I've been exposed to it. So I assume I had it, and I haven't gotten it twice. So that, that 
basically firmed up your hypothesis on that, that you haven't seen anybody get it twice within your clinic. Yeah, that we that we know of. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so I, I think even when they were, um, many of the studies they've done on that, I mean, it, it still is a very rare thing that they're finding. They haven't found it um, to be really prevalent where people are getting it twice, you know, yeah. on a very regular basis. So. That's good stuff. Well, Matt, appreciate your time. I know you got plenty going on here, and uh, it's important. One final thing. For those that want to know that are 50, 40, 30, you'll be getting to them. You guys are contacting uh, people that are part of your clinic, your patients, and your customers, if you will, and you're reaching out to them saying, hey, you know, we can schedule you in. Let's go. Is that how you're going about it? Yep, yep. We'll basically give you a phone call uh, and let you know that you're up, uh, that your name is, you know, up on our list, and I'll try to get you scheduled for uh, a COVID vaccine. And right now we're uh, scheduling for, you know, basically people 75 plus, and we're probably, you know, 80 percent of the way through that list. And then in the next week or two, we'll start moving down to 65 plus. Outstanding. Good stuff. This has been Optimal Health with Matt Brandt, the CEO of Hudson Physicians. Uh, we'll be coming back with a series of other podcasts that I'm looking forward to doing with his outstanding and talented team. Uh, once again, Matt, thanks for joining us, and we'll be in touch real soon. You have a great day. So long, everybody.